Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I know that there's been a lot of discouragement. There was discouragement around 2022. There's discouragement around 2020. And this has started to metastasize that people are saying, oh, what's the point of voting? They're just going to cheat anyway. And really, we've got to combat that because there's not an infinite ability of the Democrats to vote. And you can start to see some statistics on this. Let me explain. When Obama won in 2012, he won, I believe, about 600 counties out of 3,000. So The Republicans won about over 2,000 counties. When Trump won in 2016, he won well over 2,000 counties. And I think Hillary Clinton won about 450 counties, something like that. So it was like Trump 2,400 counties, Hillary Clinton 400 something odd counties. And according to the numbers, if you add up all the votes from all the states, which some people call the popular vote, which I don't because there is no such thing as the popular vote, you saw her getting more votes than Obama did in 2012 with less counties. Then you get to a Biden with 300 counties and blowing out, getting the most votes in history, 81 million ballots. I'm going to call them ballots because I don't believe they were votes. I believe there was an awful lot of cheating going on there, a lot of ballot stuffing. So the point is, is they're having to get squeezed more and more votes out of these blue counties, more and more votes out of these blue cities. And it's getting harder and harder to get more votes out of them. And in 2022, they were trying to do the ballot harvesting and the ballot cheating in Maricopa County, the Democrats, and they weren't able to do enough. They did all their efforts. They weren't able to do enough. So finally on election day, they had to sabotage the election machines. So this ability to cheat is not infinite. And with the kind of voter turnout we're going to see in 2024, I believe, just as in 2016, I believe that Donald Trump can swamp their ability to cheat. Literally just swamp it. That plus Republicans doing some select ballot harvesting where it makes sense, plus being tougher on, for example, the Zuckerbucks. He spent over a billion dollars to coordinate with local elected Democrat election officials to become part of the official organization to pull out the Democrat vote. I think we could shut down a lot of that. Now, that's why we want Trump on the ballot, because in states like Wisconsin, for example, Wisconsin, you look at the state in Wisconsin with Romney, a blue state, light blue counties, blue counties, just almost entirely blue. Then along comes Trump in 2016, it becomes red. Even 2022, it stayed red because despite the statewide races, you're barely losing the governorship in 2022. And there's still, there was counties that have been activated by Trump that still stayed red and they still picked up and got a super majority in one of the houses. So the state level races still did well in 2022. But let's talk about Ohio. Ohio was a blue state in 2012. Trump, over his two runs, turned it to a solid. In fact, he did better there because they actually had election integrity provisions in 2020. He did better there in 2020 than in 2016. So my point is that when Trump's on the ballot, states that were blue become red. Now, polling by Richard Barris, People's Pundit, by the way, you can find him on YouTube. Just look up the People's Pundit, Richard Barris, and you can find he does very good analysis. But if Trump's not on the ballot, Ohio becomes competitive. If Trump's not on the ballot, Wisconsin's no longer competitive. It becomes a blue state again. If Trump's not on the ballot, Michigan's not a competitive state. If Trump's not on the ballot, Arizona's not a competitive state. So this talk, this crazy talk about somebody else other than the Trump on the ballot, I believe from an analysis of the patterns and that the huge demographic shifts that are voting for him, well, let's talk a little bit about the Trump-only vote and what Richard Barris calls the 
Trump or bust vote. He has found in some states up to 27% of the people saying, hey, Trump's not on the ballot. I'm either not going to vote or a large number, like 20%, up to 20%, will just write his name on the ballot. That means they're not going to vote for DeSantis. They're not going to vote for anybody else that happens to be on the ballot. They're only going to vote for Trump. People are sick of the same old Republicans saying they're going to do something. And now, and then they never do it. And they never do it. So is it going to be 27% in some of the states? Maybe it'll only be 20%, maybe only 15 But it's a devastating number of Trump-only voters. And we have to keep that in mind. With Trump on the ballot, I think we cream the Democrats in Congress. And we're really well poised for the U.S. Senate because the U.S. Senate, every year it rotates. So you have about 33, roughly, U.S. Senate seats up every cycle. So it's six years. So every cycle, a third's up. So this time we have, out of the 33 seats up, about 21 of them, Democrat or independent, and independent leading Democrat, and only about 11 or 12 are Republican. So we are well poised to pick up seats in the U.S. Senate in 2024. So I really think that if we get the vote out, we do the best we can, we won't be perfect, to make it harder for the Democrats to cheat. We do in areas that make sense because, you know, I know there was a plan in Arizona to try to make some of the uh, ballot tracking based ballot cheating to happen in Maricopa County. But in the end, they just basically just shut down the machines and they could still do the same things to us now because, for example, in Michigan, remember, they put the papers up on the windows so you couldn't see other county. We have no idea what happened there. Or in Georgia in the middle of the night, you have the two election where it comes out of the middle, pull out the box. That was never explained. And we haven't got real election audits. So we need to be on our toes. We need to fight. And we need to pray for judges with backbone and, and we integrity need to pay for too, judges because the backbone. judges are ultimately deciding these things. But I believe it's going to be harder for the Democrats than ever before to generate enough votes out of these blue areas. Now, they can sometimes go into areas that aren't strictly blue and still get the cheating done, but it's harder. It's riskier. Where they like to be is they like to be in the areas. They they like to be in the counties, in the cities where they control everything, where they know who the judges are. They control everybody. That's where they want to cheat. But if you get too many votes in the suburban areas, the rural areas and other parts of the country, now they're starting to have to go into higher risk areas. And I think where that's where we're looking at in this election cycle is be harder now something that my son brought up which i thought was interesting <laughs> and they could be doing it i don't know for sure if they're doing this but we're talking about the huge amount of popular vote that biden got well they could also still be cheating in blue states where they're going to win anyway but just to boost up the popular vote right and what's the risk they got so the, that they could at least claim they, they had could, the no pop- matter what the, they can use that the, as a hammer the, like hey, they do we it at least the, won the popular the, vote. at least win the popular vote and why not do it because nobody can hold you accountable you have the democrat governor you have the democrat attorney general you have the democrat voter registrar you have the democrats county board of supervisors you have democrat everything so why not just do some ballot stuffing there you're still going to win anyway there might be one this little lone republican district that was competitive and you may just want to crush that republican there too so why not just go ahead and crush them safely right i mean so my point is i think there's a lot of room for optimism. One of the good things about Michigan is they stupidly, the Republicans, GOP established Republicans, fought the idea that there was any kind of election fraud in 2020. They did a big fake report on it. And they said to the Democrats throughout the country, hey, we're fraud friendly. Please come commit fraud in the key races in the state. And they did. And the Republicans lost both the House and the Senate in the state of Michigan. These Republicans just are not the sharpest tools in the shed. However, that's this cycle. I think in 2024, the Republican Party there has moved to a more aggressive posture. I think they will pick up those House seats again, those you know state House seats and the state Senate seats again in 2024 and take it back again. But when you put the target back and said, please come commit fraud here, like they did in Michigan, the Democrats say, hey, yeah, we'd love to pick up a, you know, a state House. And now we've got the state House 
and the state senate, and we've got the governor. And we can pass all sorts of onerous laws to make it harder. But I still think that in 2024, at the state level, state house levels, we're going to pick up the seats again. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.